about this with college teams bringing in freshmen it's easier to run block than to pass block against the eagles who have a decent defensive line uh changing the the offensive line around there's going to be a lot of running in this game golf has okay. issues it's hard he's making uh, millions of dollars that's why he's not married that's why he has to right before we get to the Eagle game, one one more really quick point. No, we did. And this is thorough, thank you, Agent Rob. We got a nice thorough understanding. No, no, no. I know. I just yes. got to bring up an interesting thing. It's going to go up Jason's area more into the stat thing. Right. The Lions right now on the season are six and a half game. Uh, is there over or under six and a half wins? If you go and look at the game by game future forecast lines. They're only favored in four games. There's a discrepancy in the spread right. on the individual games than there is on the overall totals. So that tells you there's going to be games where they're dogs that they're going to win. That Vegas is expecting them to bounce back despite them being dogs. Right. Keep that in mind. I thought that was really interesting when you did it. Uh. Yeah, and uh, it's a war of attrition. So six games, there's 17 games. I see uh, Detroit at least winning seven, maybe eight games, just with style of play. And the fact that he has to staff the way he wants it, he wants a staff that you go to blows, like they were showing Deuce and, and, and Aaron Glenn. They're the type of friends that would go to blows. They would physically fight each other, fist hitting face. And then 10 minutes later, they're laughing, having drinks. That's the kind of staff he kind of wants. Nobody's going to have hurt feelings. Highly competitive. Highly right. competitive right. Right. at anything. Defense. They get a couple turnovers, and DeAndre Swift is hot. Detroit's always going to be in a really good position. I, that's what I'm Only saying. I think, that... I think it helps more Minnesota than anything else is, you know, having the backup quarterback telling you what their whole offense is. And Okay, so with, an, with a running offense like this like we talked right. about last year we're going to see a lot of unders and we're going to also yeah. see them keeping games they're going to keep in the games and that's what I, I i think i don't know if they're going to pull them out i mean i still think it's six and a half i think they'll i think they should just because they have such a weak schedule they should top that but of course injuries are going to come into play we don't know what's going to happen on that but in general i think they're going to be in the games I don't see a lot of games on the schedule where it's like, holy shit, they're right. going to get no. blown out. No, I see them being in games, especially if they can do these long drives and just shorten the game. And that's, that's long-term, which I think you have to think about. No, 100%. Now with the Eagles, with the Eagles though, <laughs> you'll look at last year. Let's talk about what happened last year. Right. They got lit. The worst game of the year. But what happened? Right. They didn't have right. anybody. They didn't have anybody. Everybody was hurt. That game was the worst injury game of the year. And Anthony Lynn was still there. And this was like his coup de gras. Right. Poor play selection. And but Jalen Hurts only threw for 103 yards that game. They ran for like 300 or something crazy. I think 257 or something. So the question is, can this new Lions defense with the four new starters stop the run? And I don't know. They look decent against – they did well against the run against Pittsburgh and Najee Harris. 
but that's not a running quarterback. They didn't look so great against Desmond Ritter and him running all over the place in that first preseason game. I'm going to believe they're going to be able to stop the run when I see it. So for me in this game, I'm concerned about that. But if you have two teams that are going to run the ball first, you're looking under. And so that's, that's where I am on this game as an under. Yeah, no, that's so am I. I'm under 49 and a half. It's like 49 and buying a half point. And even though I'm wavering a little bit, I just don't think, I think first game of the season with the extra energy on the road, uh, Eagles are going to get the call from the refs because the Lions haven't done well in a while. So I'm kind of leaning towards the Eagles minus four under 49 and a half. But I really like the Lions a lot when they get to home games. PR, refs are going to give them the call, but that, they need to get some depth on the offensive line. And the other thing that I think is going to di- dif- differentiate teams uh, on average is the willingness to have veterans on the practice squad. There's some teams who just want rookies and developmental guys. Teams like the Raiders have veterans sitting on uh, the bench squad. Dan you can only, call this versus the practice squad, which are more rookies. You can only have six. Ten, ten, ten young kids, six veterans is the, right. the new rule. They're up to 16 now on the practice squad, which is Right, right. And then crazy. I wonder, like, uh, Brown in Cincinnati only has nine guys on the practice squad. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. So what are your thoughts, Chad, on that game? Chad, what do you think? Oh, man, that's the whole time you were talking, I was just licking my chops at the under here. Um, yeah, I think this game, you know, the side, um, man, it's like, the Lions, I just – I got to see it first before I really put, start putting my money there. I mean, although they did cover some spreads for me last year. They were – they uh, they were – they were they hung in there. They battled. Uh, they did. Based game, on Adrian Roth's information, we talked about it. 12 and 6 against the spread. We can't thank you yeah. enough, Adrian Roth. No, but I'm just telling you right now, I only, I'm in the same boat. I, I Looking at last year, look, all sports, I don't care what it is. Right. We can – Olympic ping pong. It doesn't right. matter. It's about matchups. Right. This team matched up against us last year. And I know that we had everybody out. And I know Anthony Lid was still there, but they pounded the ball on us. And I've yet to I'm yet to feel comfortable enough that we're going to be able to stop the run. I, I and I agree. I think that Hertz ain't going to throw more than 100 yards. I'm not a Hertz fan. He no. does not impress me. But he can he can scramble and it's that's the thing. I, I just feel like they're going to yeah. run, and it's it's annoying. I think we're going to put more points up, but I don't think that the whole total with both teams running is going to go to forty nine. That's a no, lot. Of points. No, not even close. Yeah, yeah. under under is a, a good play. I'm probably going to also I'm probably going to play the Philadelphia money line here. If you said Des, you know Desmond Ritter was was getting running on him. Jalen Hurts yep. is a lot more physical. Um, a lot harder guy to tackle and bring down late in the game. Um, you know, I think I think that he, they'll find some success here and they'll win this game. You know, the Lions could be sneaky. You know, maybe only Philly only wins it by three. So, so probably going to go our basis, right? Fifty-two point five percent is break even. So if you win two out of three of the bets, right, you make money. So we'll go consensus pick Eagles money line minus. By the point, since we're iffy on it, minus three, under 49 and a half. Sounds good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like First, it. All right, so that's Eagles, money line, uh, under 49 and a half, then minus three. Jason doing a great job tracking for us, independent verification. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have these on Twitter, man. We all give them for free because it's collaboration. Let's all beat inflation. Our first uh not disagreement but um kind of um i forgot what i call it but we went chan and i went rams plus 115 under 53 people love to bet over that this is the start of the season first game of the season and i'll put the quote of belly treat on the episode notes again you uh your staff is a very sean payton parcells 
Belichick staff, where you work on fundamentals first six games of the season, and then you start scheming, and then you start putting different things in, especially for division games. Uh, this game's going under two teams that have long-term ambitions. It's hot here. We're all here in Southern California, except for Jason. He's in the hot Midwest over there in Chicago. Uh, it's going to be hot in that stadium. So you're going to have to keep your defense fresh. So I like the – Chad and I like the Rams on the money line, plus 115. We're also going to put, to cover our asses, plus three with the Rams under 53. Does that sound good, Adrian Ross? You know, this is an interesting, interesting game. Uh, um, I, I'm glad that Punk God is gone. Um, as far as if you're looking at it from the Rams point of view, right. Um, it's unfortunate for punk God, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother ball of wax, uh, <laughs> that whole San Diego state scandal. Right. right. Oh, Jesus. But I, I agree with you. I agree with you guys. I, I do like the Rams in this one. I'm kind of surprised that they're, they're dogs. Um, I think there's a lot of hype going on with the bills. I don't know, traveling all the way out here. You're right. The weather is just crazy. Nothing like they've seen up there uh, all preseason or anything like that. So I uh, I agree. I, I agree with you guys on this one. Right. I like the, the old thing, um, salesmen think short-term, businessmen and women think long-term. McDermott, Andy Reid guy, always thinking long-term. That's why he lost 6 to nothing to Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because they were not going to show their real offense in that situation. And they get shut out by a good Jacksonville now, defense. Now, Stafford and his elbow, what's the latest that you guys have heard on that? Well, I don't believe him. I was there with Chad at a, a, a training camp. You never believe what they say. You, you actually literally look at them, right? You're right. the lawyer, right? So, you know, direct evidence. <laughs> mm-hmm. No hearsay. And he looked better. His body looked better than when I saw him the year before. But he never threw it the whole time. We were two practices. We were there. He never threw it. He never gunned it in. I saw him do a lob that any of us could do. He knows where to go to the ball fast, but the velocity is in there. What do you think, Chad? I got inside information. His arm's good. Okay. Yeah, his, Luis Perez, who he trains, was in the Rams camp. He the, the thing that tipped it off that I think he's okay is that you guys see on – Twitter or whatever or Instagram, he threw a fake, like a fake like toy ball. There's like some some certain nerf ball, not a nerf, but some weird football. Right. And and he threw it a hundred yards. And he heard and I was thinking, no, Uh threw a hundred yards and said, see, arms fine, or something like that. And (laughs) and and I was thinking myself. If his arm really was an issue, they're not going to be letting him throw some fucking ridiculous ball like that, especially 100 yards and fuck around that way. So I'm thinking, you know what? His arm is okay if he's going to be doinking around that way, right? I mean, if he's questionable with it, he wouldn't be fucking around. What what do you think, Chad, before we go to the next game real quick? He looked like a 14-year-old veteran out there compared to the other guy. The way he's running around. Yeah, I mean, I saw him make a few, you know, only a couple really full effort throws. I mean, it, it was on the money. Um, he's, I'm, I mean, I he's been rested up there. He's he's ready to go for this game. They've been taking good, good and well care of him and giving him plenty of days off and here. And he's he, I, I expect him to be ready to go, locked in and hundred percent. All right. Yeah. So next thing we're going to look at is Brian Flores, Coach Tomlin. Uh. Bengals six and a half. Your under is forty four point five. This reminds me of last year. Uh, Steelers getting points close to a touchdown first game of the season. So you have Mike Tomlin, Super Bowl winning winning coach, studying you for the whole summer. Last year was against Josh Allen, who Chad had worked out with. This year is against um, Joe Burrow, who Chad also worked out with. <laughs> It's plus seven. Uh, man, I love the Steelers in this situation. I'll take the plus seven. I'll buy the half point. 
and I like it under 45. What do you think, Ethan, Mike, and then we'll go to chat. Oh, to me, <laughs> he said Mike. He called you Agent, uh, Agent Mike. I'll tell you what Agent Mike said. Agent, Agent, Agent Mike. Mike. Agent, Agent Mike. Agent Mike took the Bengals on one of his survivor pools. <laughs> um, man, I, 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 I'm, man, I'm concerned about Steelers quarterback situation. Um, me too. Not a fan. Uh, home opener for for a team that just went to the Super Bowl. Right. Same, I, don't, same as Rams. I, I don't know. Jamar Chase. I'm, I'm with I'm with Asian Rob here. I'm, I'm I'm taking the Bengals minus minus oh, six. Nice. I uh, I'm, I'm fading Mitch Trubisky here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you know. I just like, think uh, that they're gonna the Bengals are gonna be like. Yeah, Tomlin's been studying them. He'll slow them down. It's going to go under. Uh, but they're going to score, and the Pittsburgh's not going to be able to score. Right. Their ceiling's 10 points. Right. You know, 14 maybe, but I just don't see Trubisky. Like, I, I just, I mean. I no, I, I see the Steelers maybe losing 13-10. And what I'm thinking is that Matt Canada, who was Trubisky's offensive coordinator at the University of North Carolina, has a specific plan for Trubisky. Uh, and he'll pull something out of his pocket to get a couple plays here and there that nobody's seen so far unless you were at the practice in North Carolina yeah. back in the day when he recruited him out of high school. With a specific it's just, well. yeah. I just feel like it's, it's going to be, be a lot on the Steelers defense because if Bengals get up 7-0, 10-0, you know, it's, they're not, I mean, it's going to be, the Steelers aren't going to come back from a 14, 17-point deficit. It's over. I mean, you can hang it up after that. All right, so. you got Mr. Chase and them back there. All right, so that's that game. Another game in the heat. Uh, talk about, I think, in my opinion, it's bad management. You have Bill Belichick. He's the VP. He's the general manager. He's a strength and conditioning coach. He's the defensive coordinator. Now he's the offensive coordinator. Quarterback coach. Uh, I was watching the preseason games. I like was going crazy. Oh. Quarterback goes out the field and doesn't even talk to any of the offensive staff. They go straight to Belichick. <laughs> uh, he, for the first time, brought in the Patriots on Monday to get acclimatized to the weather. Uh, I lived in Florida 20 years. I never got acclimatized to the weather. It was the endless summer. Uh, but since he's putting so much emphasis on this game and everybody's getting on him, for being the offensive coordinator. First game for the Miami staff. Miami's getting none of the calls. Uh, Ross is a criminal. General manager dies mysteriously. <laughs> you know, uh, I hate when they don't give me the cause of death and you have a criminal. And I young, but I, I don't want to get you in trouble, Adrian Rob, because I, I know he uh, does uh, Formula One stuff. I'm just going by reports, news reports, what the papers say. Uh, I like the Pats in the situation plus three and a half under 47 because of, of Belichick. I don't think that air raid offense first game is going to do well. And what's going to help the Patriots is that Boyle is one of their guys. The guy that coached with Belichick, that's the same offense, uh, same defense they run. So it's going to be comfortable for that second year Patriots quarterback. We'll go Chad and uh, Adrian Ra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, I like that. Getting three and a half points here with with Belichick in the in the opener, I like it. You know, like historically, you know, he hasn't done good in Tampa, but I mean, that's or not Tampa, but Miami. You know, Miami. Like, early in Florida in the hot weather, early in the season. But I mean, I don't, I don't think, I think you know, every season's a new season. I don't think you can look at that and say, oh, they're gonna keep you know do, repeating that pattern. Um, so yeah, I, I like the pages here getting the three and a half points, and then yeah, I mean, um, were you on you're on the under in this one, yeah, because it's Belichick with all that time, yeah, there. I mean, that Belichick, yeah, two kids on his staff because he set up, I know his wealth manager, and they set up that Belichick never wants to think about money again, 
or any really talking to his kids. So he focuses just on football. He plays golf by himself. So he's he's ready for this game. He's been thinking about it all summer again. A plotter, yeah. right? We saw the game plan he had against McVeigh in the Super Bowl. He'll be able to pull this out and get this game under. Yeah, no doubt. We made a, made a killing on Belichick unders last year. <laughs> right. Uh, take give me the under, and then Dolphins probably second half line. Yeah. What do you think, Adrian Rob? Interesting. Bef- before I talk on this, I just remembered uh, money is going on Steelers. Just thought I'd point that out. But I still, yeah. don't, I still don't believe it. <laughs> well, that's, right. And it's it, kinda... you know, we don't get the real numbers until everything's <clears throat> regulated and every state has sports betting and it's regulated like the NASDAQ, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows? You just don't yeah, really and, know, right? Yeah, and who knows? And who knows what casino that is that said that? Right. Here's the thing. Miami, dude, I'm in the same thing with, you know, like uh, the, the guys in the line. I mean, the Detroit show I watch, they always joke about Rick Ross saying, show us. <laughs> and that's how I feel about, you know, about Miami. I, I don't believe any of this stuff with Tua until I see it happen. Dude, until you, I, I know Tariq Hill's going to get some yards. He's going to have his plays. It's going to happen. But is that going to be enough for this team? I, I, I want to see it. I want to see it. And so I'm with you guys. I, I think that this is this is New England and an under. And I just, I don't know. I don't, dude, I'm not sold on Tua until he proves it. No, and what they're saying is that Miami has 190 million under the salary cap because Ross is using that, that money, right, for Formula <laughs> One, his Formula One team. <laughs> well, it costs forty Chicago million. To know it cost, that it cost forty. It cost, he paid forty million dollars to have that event. <laughs> and that's why prices were like two thousand dollars a ticket. Right. That's, that's amazing, right? He took it right out of uh, the budget for Miami backups. All right, so we got that one. We got the Pats plus three, uh, three and a half under forty-seven. Next game is the Harbaugh family, right? Uh, Harbaugh's are making twenty million dollars in salary as head coaches and they have almost like a syndicate with players with coaches, uh, but you can't, uh, you know, can't knock them. Right. They won a division two national title. Uh, John won a super bowl. He's coming off a bad year again, studying all summer for the jets and the jets don't even have, they have a fake head coach and, and Sly or Slay, whatever you call him. He never was uh, even a coordinator really. And suddenly he's a head coach. I think it's pronounced uh, Salah. Sal- Saleh, Salah, Salah. Another Salah. guy, another owner <laughs> that publicly owes the IRS money, right? Owner Johnson. Uh, everything's on the cheat there, a complete disaster. So a really organized organization like the Ravens, minus seven, under 40 watt, because this is the Harbaugh's, right? Uh, the brother, Michigan, it runs the ball more than service academies now. So, exactly. So, yeah, well, that's under, all, under 67 that's, in the Michigan game Saturday. Under yeah. 67. Yes. We already bet that. <laughs> Dude, they, they, they killed him, and Kate McNamara was awful and lost his job. Oh. <laughs> what does that tell you? You win 50 to 15 or whatever the hell it was. And then they and the quarterback was awful, but he's getting benched. Right. So and they, they still won by they have 30 renaissance or 40. weekends over the summer where he gets away from his 10 kids. John gets away from his seven kids. They're all good Catholics. And they strategize. So they're gonna run a lot. Lamar Jackson's kind of like hurts, can't read defenses, the thrower, not a passer. So th- that's the test to me under. We like that. We like the Ravens on the seven and the under guys. That's good. Yep. It's good yep. With me. How about 100%. Jets are horrible. Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator, Lovey Smith, another ownership disaster, nepotism over there with the Houston Texans. Uh, under 46, but I think they'll cover at home against the Colts, against Ursay. And I always say about Ursay, again, nepotism. 
he was caught with 30,000 pills, a pound of cocaine. Wow. He's lucky he did get caught with that. It seemed like a bad evening in a hooker. He's the odor, and they never have money for backups. They they are the Colts are actually they're doing a lot better than usually. They're a hundred million under salary cap, uh, but they still don't have Frank Reich's great coach. The reason Philadelphia won the Super Bowl, Peterson, none of those guys have done as good as when he was there. He likes playing those close games. It's kind of almost like in the line situation where. You want to save the defense's legs. You want to protect the defense. And he's thinking long-term. He got the Colts into the playoffs with Phillip Rivers. He's trying to work that magic with Matt Ryan. Man, that spells the under, under 46. And give me the Texans plus seven. They're not going to win, but they'll lose, you know, 20 to 17. What do you think? We'll go Adrian Robinson, Chad. I think the Texans are horrible. Um, and I think that the Colts, um, after watching a lot of the, a lot of the footage from the two practices, um, they looked really good day one against us. And then they looked really bad day two. So who shows up in Houston for that game? The day one Colts or the day two Colts? And that's very interesting uh, because usually I wait till game six, but because you said that on the last podcast, I'm going to start with go with the Colts second half uh, against the Colts. Second, to go Texans second half line. Last year, we were undefeated second half line against the Colts because they don't have backups. And again, you reiterated that, hey, the second day, the ones were, 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 were getting beat because uh, there's just too much of a drop-off between the ones and the twos, the twos and the threes with the Colts. That's just their management structure. They don't want to pay uh, the extra money for a backup. I, I do think Pittman's going to have a big day, though. Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Matty Ice is going to sling it, I think. So, if they have a big lead, look for the Texans to cover in the Texans. second half. Come back in the second half, right? Right, right. And also the Miami, Florida, we're 2-0, and college, Florida, second half, uh, second half lines, right? Because teams just in melt in, in the Utah, after the Utah, just tough. The heat and humidity is just horrible. So Miami, second half line, Texas, second half line. What do you think, Chad? What did you think, Chad? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Texas plus seven and a half here by the half point. You know, I think they can uh, they, they can keep it close within a touchdown. I, I think, um, you know, I do think it'll be – I just – I think it's going to be low scoring too. I'm, 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 I know the Colts are – they're going to sling with Matty Ice, but, I mean, they're going to run Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I, I expect – I expect a, a lower scoring game, which leads to the dog. I think it'll I – I don't see the Colts running, running away with it. Um, you know, if they do get up two scores – Awesome playing the second half line and the Texans. I'm looking for them to cover backdoor cover that one. So, yeah, I'm going Texas Texans plus seven and a half under 45 and a half. Nice. And that is our consensus pick. Next game, Giants and the Titans. I just don't think the Titans are going to lose two games in a row. They need to sell season tickets. So this is a big game for them. Uh, D-ball is a plus one coordinator. That's what he won the national title with. That's what he had with Josh Allen. So he can't wait to get Tyron Taylor in the game. Daniel, it's like fitting a square peg in a round hole with Daniel Jones and D-Ball. And the Giants have, I was looking at this, it's so ridiculous. The Giants have over $200 million, $219 million in cap space. Insane. No backups at all. They were complaining about that. They even got your guy Pimpleton out there. <laughs> was, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. Just, I didn't know he ended up there. That's funny. Yeah, He's fast. Hilarious. So I like the Titans minus six under the forty-four. What do you think, Chad and William Duran? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm rocking with you, Josh. I like uh, Tennessee minus five and a half, and uh, yeah, under under forty-four. 
I mean, I just don't even know Derek what the Giants Henry are going to have. All, yeah, Derrick Henry, and I just don't know what the Giants are going to have offensively. Um, yeah, I mean, it's week one. Um, people are, are going to be a lot more conservative. Defenses are a little ahead of offenses at this point in the season. So I'm expecting uh, a lot of unders week one here. Oh, yeah, exactly. And people just love first weekend of the year. They're drunk in the casino. They just love betting those unders. Falcons at home. Against- By the way, that's another one of my survivor picks. Uh, Titans, <laughs> Giants. Titans, Titans are survivor picks. Yeah. This is, oh. The Giants are a mess. They're still a mess. Uh, until they show me that they're not a mess, I'll believe it then. Right. Supposedly the ownership is the mayor's focusing on their W, uh, their wrestling league and I'm trying to start. <laughs> uh, the Falcons. I like the Falcons a lot. Arthur Smith <laughs> plus six. Uh, Winston, uh, Jameis Winston made me a lot of money. My wife's a psychotherapist. But he has impulse control issues. That's why he stole in college and he had those legal accusations. He doesn't control his impulses. And that's why he threw 30 interceptions that year. You need crab legs or you need crab legs. <laughs> the Florida State criminals. <laughs> uh, so give me, I call them the Lord Commanders because we just binge watched Game of Thrones again. <laughs> Uh, another guy who had to testify in front of Congress, Snyder, for stealing from the other owners. Uh, man, I can't, I can't lay points with them. So there, I always put the analogy there. You know, my family that comes over for Thanksgiving, and they're always late, and they always have some excuse. They always have some story, and Ann and I always have a hundred bucks. Because I know they want to, you know, borrow some money. We're like, listen, we're just going to give it to you. You never have to pay, but we're just going to give you this money. You can't trust them. So you can't trust the Lord Commanders with any kind of points. So we're going to go Lord Commanders on the money line. And so these are two pathetic teams with Carson Wentz starting for one team. And then turnover, we're seeing Trevor Lawrence, who's never won a game against a legitimate team. Clemson, he loses in the playoffs. In the NFL, he goes three and fourteen, uh, and he has Peterson, who's never won anything without Frank Wright. What do you think, uh, Adrian Mike and uh, Chad? Agent Mike, Agent Tomlin. Mike. And, you know, now I got a new Agent, name for you. Agent Mike, Agent Rob, Agent Rob, Agent Mike. Agent Mike hates everything about this game. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at this and I was like, wow. Wow, I don't, I don't, I could see this go like 10 different ways. Right. I, I want nothing to do with this game. <laughs> I cannot believe that Vegas. Jack DeRio. Jack DeRio. I can't believe that they're, I can't believe this isn't pick them. Right. So, I mean, if you get a lead somewhere, I guess I'll take the points. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. It's a home game, sure. So they get the swing on that. Right. But it's Wentz. And 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 what happened the last time that Wentz played the Jags? Not a not exactly a stellar Great. performance. He got run out of town. They know how to defend against him, obviously. Right. I, I would take that, the point. We, we saw that coming. We saw a cheap owner going to. Global I'm just saying. I, <laughs> they 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 got to be happy that they're playing against him. I, I just right. man, I just got to go. With the, I got to lean towards the Jags. I I agree with you on that. And an under because yeah. I actually went with the Lord Commanders to cover the money line. I don't like two and a half points on the road. The Jaguars with the New Orleans coordinator. Jack DeRio should be able to dial something up with all the money he's making. Defensive coordinator. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I like Washington on the money line here. I think they'll plot a win at home. Um yeah, I man, I'm not no trust them with the points, just take the money line expect some crazy shit to happen and right i, I like i like the under the under 44 i, I don't think there'll be much scoring in this game i think it'll be pretty vanilla that we need only way this goes over is if there's like a, a pick six and like a kick return right <laughs> the jacks do have etienne back so that'll be interesting to see how that develops 
Right. If there's any old any of that old magic. He had a better line than Clemson. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did we do the Saints Falcons game already or no? Yeah, yeah. No. We went uh Falcons plus six over 42, right? Any disagreement with that? And I think it's going over because Jameis Winston likes impulse control issues. He's gonna throw a couple picks. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 rocking with Mar- Marcus Mariota, right? Yeah, Marcus Mariota and um um but they're tight end slash wide receiver. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Longest reach in NFL history. Or wingspan in NFL history. Kyle Pitts. University of Florida. All right. Now to a good game late. Chargers, three and a half point favorites. The over-under 52. Give me McDaniels plus the four. I just think it's going to be a really close game. Uh, the real offenses are going to be out here because it's a division game that counts for two. So it's going to be close to the total of 52. But I don't know. I'm kind of leaning the under. What do you think, uh, Agent Rob? And then we'll go chat. Oh, well, I'm biased because I hate the Chargers. Uh, um, but beyond that, wow, I think this is going to be an exciting game. Is this the night game? No, nah, it's a one. 1.5 afternoon game. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fucking hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hot as shit. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's this weekend, right? Right. Yeah. No, there's supposed to be a big storm. Supposed to be a bunch of rain coming this way because of this tropical storm coming up. Right. In fact, uh, and, and they said that there's going to be a bunch of rain and a bunch of flooding. Uh, and it extends all, all the way to LA right now. So, we could have like a weird storm and that will really, that'll end towards the, the under as well. Right. If it rains. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm rocking with the under here too. Uh, I, I think 52 is just, I mean, it's it so is high. a division game. They are going to be throwing stuff, but I just think it's a little too high. Uh, and the defense is going to be fresh as well. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I like going under. Then, yeah, I mean, I think by that half point, give me the Raiders plus three and a half in a, a close division game. I mean, it's close down to where I think they could possibly win. I'd probably like them to win it. Uh, I, and uh, you can give me a field goal. So, I mean, I, that's my highest probability of making some money. So, I'm going Raiders plus a three and a half under 52. Nice. The consensus pick, Raiders plus four. McDaniel gets to. Fly his wings, putting some air raid concept on there. Devontae Adams, plus four, under 52 and a half. This game for me is going to be very fascinating. First year of the podcast at Houston Baptist, uh, Ratzlaff, Ben Ratzlaff. Chad knows him. Uh, his coordinator is now the coordinator at Texas Tech. His best friend is the former head coach at Texas Tech, Clingsbury, who's the head coach of your Arizona Cardinals. And he gave us a good detailed explanation. People can go to those podcasts of what the air raid is and what his, his flavor of the air raid is. It's a little different from Mike Leach. So here comes Andy Reid, who wants to run the air raid, but Andy Reid's old school. Once he gets between the 20s, he gets the third tight end in there, and the tight ends do what fullbacks are supposed to do and kind of jam it in there. Salesmen think short-term, businessmen and women think long-term, so similar to McDermott. Andy Reid is quintessential, right? He wasn't doing great first part of the season, but he's angling for a late-season run. Clingsbury is the opposite. Last year was the first year, uh, first winning year he's ever had as a head coach. All the years at Texas Tech, it was below 500. Below 500 in the NFL, and last year, he started out 10 and two and lost the last four. That's just what he believes in. He has a horrible management style, calling out people in public, calling them dumb and lazy. They don't re- want to read the playbook. But uh, getting seven points at home, the Super Bowl's in Glendale, Arizona. So for PR reasons, you're going to get the calls from the refs. And man, that's people misconstrue. The air raid is throwing it all over the place and trying to get it in the shootout every week. No, they have to protect the defense as well. It's a ball control offense. 
when they practice, the receivers never – if you let the ball drop, then you have to run bleachers, right? So uh, they're going to keep the clock uh, uh, running. And, man, we got a nice alert from Jason. Thank you, Jason. The line is now consensus everywhere. Uh, bet down to five and a half. Uh, some, and I'll get into the timing too. Tuesday will be our more analytical podcast. This podcast will go fast, but I will mention that uh, the timing is everything, right? So there's some games I bet right away when they come out Sunday night. Most of the games I haven't bet by today, and then there's one or two games that I'll bet 30 minutes before kickoff. So I'm glad that I got the card plus seven under 54. Now the line is uh, Chiefs minus five and a half. England, Arizona, home of the Super Bowl this year. We'll go Adrian, Rob, then Chad. (laughs) It's an interesting game. Yeah. But it's a lot of points, a lot of points. It's a big home dog. Right. Oh, wow. Wowzy, wowzy. And the question is also what's going to, what, you know, this is a Kansas City Sons Tyree kill. You know, that's, uh, yeah, how's Mahomes going to bounce back? It's just, it's an interesting game. Um, I, and I think it's going to be more ball control. You're not, they're not going to go for the home runs. They're going to go for controlling yeah. the ball, uh, keeping their defense's legs fresh, longer for that long haul run into the playoffs. Let me see. And Andy Reid is so famous for having a lead and sitting on the lead, running clock, and then putting it deep, <coughs> which lends itself uh, towards the dog. Man. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I, I like Arizona here. I think, you know, on all the pre-podcasts we did, uh, talking about this year, we talked about the Chiefs, you know, regressing a little bit post-Tyreek Hill era. You know, this is probably going to be a year they struggle to win this division that they've been on top of for a while. So, uh, you know, I just – I think getting six points at home for Arizona here, uh, you know, I think it's a good spot for them. And, yeah, 53 and a half just – a lot of points in this game. I think both teams are going to be, you know, doing some ball control stuff. Um, they're just kind of thinking of the teams of the past. They're not really, you know, by making this number so high, they're not really thinking of, of the here and now, what's going to happen on Sunday. So I like that. Under the 53 and a half, and I like Arizona with the points at home. Arizona with the points at home. Any any thoughts on that, uh, Adrian Rob? Yeah, I, like I, I, I agree. It's a lot of points. Home opener, that's a lot of points. So I, I agree. I think taking the points and also taking the under. I think it's the other thing about the points is I think this game's going to be close. You know. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think this could be twenty to seventeen, something like that. Anyway, twenty-one, seventeen. I don't know. It, Watch it be 24-17. The line goes to six and a half. <laughs> but it, I think it's going to be somewhere in that ballpark. I think it's going to be – it'll be close. I, um, I mean, I think I like I like Kansas City maybe on a money line, but but not at a minus two and a half. So, I don't think it's really a good – it's not really a good, right. a good so bet. So, I, I agree with you guys on the Cardinal. Take the points in the under. Nice. Nice. So, unanimous decision. Cards – Plus six under 53 and a half. This game is going to be good, right? O'Connell against LaFleur, all of them, Andy Reid system, all of them, uh, McVeigh, all these coaches belong to the same group, the same syndicate, it seems like. At Minnesota, uh, the Packers are always an oversold stock, even though they haven't won a Super Bowl in over a decade. Aaron Rodgers, right? Uh, people are betting Aaron Rodgers blindly. Oh, no, it's Aaron Rodgers, all right, honey. Put 10 grand on Aaron Rodgers in the over. So, uh, before we go back, because I missed them, that's why we have Jason here, man. Jason saves us. 
before we go back to some earlier games, I like O'Connell plus the two points. Uh, the Packers, again, Andy Reid people, again, they think long-term. Uh, last year, I believe, uh, last two years, uh, the Packers have lost the first game of the season. So O'Connell needs to make a splash. They need to sell, similar to uh, Tennessee, the Vikings need to sell season tickets. Ziggy Wolf, right, lives in San Diego. Uh, he came across my business life. People who don't know anything about football, they're like, to me, hey, is this guy really an NFL owner? He's doing XYZ. I'm like, oh, yeah, he is. Ziggy Wolf. That's as much as I could say. But they need to win this game. But I, I can go either way. I'm actually thinking about it right now. I'm going to change my mind. And two offensive coaches in a division game going against each other. I like this game going over. Oh, Roger that... wants to wants to uh, wants to show that he can uh, live without Devontae Adams, and it's going to go man. over the forty seven points. Right when we're about to have a disagreement, you got to change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I like the over here too, man. I, I was, right. uh, I think that Minnesota knows they're going to have to score some points, you know, to win this game. I like right. Minnesota to win it. And I think that leads it to going over. Like you said, Aaron Rodgers has, is trying to show he can, you know, um, you know, be, score points and, and, and do good without Devontae Adams. So I think that that leads to them putting up some points here that makes us go over in like a, you know, like a uh, 28 24 type of loss. This is your division, Adrian Rob. What are your thoughts? Okay, so I'm an Aztec, and O'Connell's my boy. But but there's a learning curve, man. And when you're in a shootout at home in a dome, I I just see it's going to be a shootout. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. Let's be real. And 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 I'm with Chad on this. On the I think it's a shootout, and I think it's over. And I think it's the Packers because it's Aaron Rodgers and I, and not the rookie coach. Um, it's going to be close. And I think it comes right down to the wire. Right. And I think it's an over. And I think it's the Packers. Right. So we all agree on the over. Chad, you're thinking Vikings or <laughs> did, uh, Adrian Rodgers persuade you there? Man. <laughs> no, I, I, I think Minnesota – I like them at home, and they do have the young coach. But they do have, they do have a lot of veterans. I mean, I think they'll be. I mean, I just think they'll be able to inch them out. It's gonna be a. I mean, it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a close game down to the wire. I just think that. Uh, I think Minnesota's just gonna get get the best of them. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Vikings. I'm gonna take Vikings on the money line. All right. So the split decision. Right. Okay. In a civil trial. A criminal trial wouldn't work, the split decision, but the civil <laughs> trial, the majority of the, of the jury, uh, we're going to go with the Vikings. Now, I actually changed my mind on this one, too. I'm going to go with the 49ers minus seven. Under 42, uh, the Bears at home, Soldier Field, Super Bowl winning coach, always wants to do good a first game. Even though he's an Andy Reid guy, he wants to be a contrarian. I don't – the Bears have too many problems on the offensive line to go against uh, San Diego guy, right? Mighty 1090 original owner, even though he went to Stanford. John Lynch, the San Diego native. Mm-hmm. So that's a house down there. Uh, 49ers minus seven. Bears are not going to score under 42. What do you think, Adrian Robin, Chad? Go ahead, Jack. Um, yeah, I mean, I think San Francisco covers this game. I think they I, – I like San Francisco here. I just – I'm not sold on the Bears at all. Offensive line, I don't trust Justin Fields. Um, so, I don't see a lot of scoring in this one either. You know, San Francisco likes to run the ball. Um, you know, I don't see the Bears putting up big numbers here. So, yeah, I think this one – It's. I mean, I it's down to 40 and a half right now. I'm saying I, I still think it, I still think it comes under that, um, and yeah, I, I like the 49ers, so I I I'm, I agree with you. I'm in agreement. There's the, the Bears are awful, uh, and even though it's their home game, I, I just think the Niners are too much. Just 
just too much. And uh, they're going to cover this seven. And uh, I had no problem on this one. I nope. just think of the nine. This is all Niners. Next game. I, we I, missed. Think, I think it's oh. under two. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Next game we missed, Josh, was the uh, Browns-Panthers. Browns-Panthers. So, in- interesting for me. Uh, and we'll talk about it on the Tuesday podcast. I'll put in the episode notes. In my world, fundamental analysis. People have gotten rich with fundamental analysis. Nobody's ever gotten rich with technical analysis. People have gotten rich selling technical analysis. Nobody more than the Panthers' owner, uh, Jeff. You know, he liquidated $25 billion hedge fund, kept $3 million for himself, but $2 billion, the Panthers, $1 billion for his family. He's all about analytics, and the Browns are analytics. Have a client, can't see who they are. But she has a World Series ring, has a doctorate from MIT, and she will not take NFL clients. She says that in baseball, analytics works. It doesn't work in football. So I use it for betting. And betting against analytic teams, I'm close to 70%. Now, these are two analytic teams going against each other. Uh, Very mediocre game. But I think Baker Mayfield... Knowing that Browns defense, knowing those guys, been around them so long. Uh, I like the Panthers with the edge, and Matt Rule is a good Penn State zone defensive guy. So definitely this game is going over. I will publish a podcast. I had a local Cleveland Browns guy, Homer guy that I talked to. Kind of, it was correcting me on the coach's last name. I'm like, I don't care. He's going to be fired in the year. Is a complete joke. Uh, <laughs> Stefanowski or Stefanski, whatever. Another guy like uh, Slay, always a coordinator. Never, you know, they went to the playoffs one year. Uh, a lot of luck involved. Uh, uh, Matt Rule's going to get him. Uh, I like the under 42 painters on the money line. Again, it's a loser team, you know. The family member we I have at least with substance abuse problems that you can't lend them money and they're always late for Thanksgiving dinner. You can't lay points with a loser team like this. But at home, they're gonna get the call. So I like the painters money line under 42. What do you guys think? Yeah, I like I'm with you on on uh, I think Beggar is is going to win a game. I think his knowledge of them um, will, will uh, definitely be enough here to uh, to win this game. So I like Carolina on the money line, but I, I'm I'm going to go over in this one. I think um, I think Baker is going to be able to put together some some points with his familiar familiarity with his defense, and you know I think the Browns will will be able to run the ball a little bit here right. um, enough to put put something on the board. Um, you know I don't think the Panthers defense is going to be you know, crazy shut, you know, shut down here. I think the Browns will find some success running the ball, which will allow them to score. And I think Baker will, you know, make some plays here, uh, you know, with his familiarity. So I think this one, I think the familiarity here makes this one go over. And it's kind of that grudge match, right? Baker's going to try right. to put that late score on late, you know, right. even when they're up 10 and it doesn't matter to, right. to stick it to them, which is going to make this one go over. Right. Like Georgia Tech comes in, you know, <laughs> Oh, that was yeah, that was BS. Push, Uh, push. Interesting nugget. uh, Bill Callahan, right? Every time he's an assistant coach, offensive line uh, coach, he's always made the playoffs, even with Washington and Cleveland. Uh, That's why I think it's going under because of the running game and Bill Callahan. What do you think, uh, Adrian Rob? I kind of feel under on this one. Uh, I, I like your points on the Carolina. I think it's going to be close. Uh, I don't know. Not enthusiastic about this game. Right. <laughs> Other than the, 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 the whole Baker Mayfield drama. If it right. wasn't for that, this would be a game I would like. And I think this is good for Insomniac NFL fans. This is a game you, you record on a NFL network and you can't sleep at night. Just watch this. Yeah. <laughs> that one is the Jaguars commander. All right, so last two games, Sunday night, 
Tom Brady and the rest of the Buccaneers at them boys and Jerry Jones. They give some good investment in some oil refineries. Now he's worth $23 billion. Uh, but still, he wants to be the owner, president, general manager, and meets with the head coach about strategy. But I like him in this situation because he, man, he's powerful in the NFL. He's going to get all those calls, plus three. And I like this being over because you got a Super Bowl winning head coach, offensive coordinator guy. Uh, they want to get that offense in humming, even though the offensive line isn't as good as it usually has. And Tom Brady on the road, uh, Todd Bowles is going to let him do what he wants. What do you think? Go Chad and Adrian Ron. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know, this game, controlled environment, over the 51. Both both offenses, I expect to, to score some points here. Um, and then – yeah, you know, we kind of talk about, you know, I'll ask you, you know, Brady Brady doesn't care about this game. Brady cares about if he sees them in the NFC Championship or in the divisional right. playoff round. Um, you know, this this game isn't, I don't think, as important to Brady as the Cowboys. And it, it'll be close and come down to the wire. And, yeah, I mean, getting three points at home with the Cowboys, um, I think, it, it is the, the right side to be on here. So I'm with you with the Cowboys and the points here. And, um, yeah, just, you know, you know, Brady, Brady's worried about the long so – he, he, he's a big-picture, long-term kind of guy, and he understands that. And he's not going to harp too much on this one game. So, I think, I think you're looking at another replay from last year, if you remember it opened the season with two guys. And what happened there, same thing. It was a shootout. Is he going to have another shootout? So you have a shootout, you go over and uh, take the home team and take the points, especially nice. if it's nice. a home dog. Love it, love it. Consensus. Consensus Cowboys. How about them boys plus three over 50? And then Monday night, we always throw out the statistics throughout Adrian Robb in my lifetime. Home dog and Monday night football are close to 80%. <laughs> in this, you have a grudge. You have Pete Carroll meets with the owner, John Allen's, uh, or Paul Allen's sister. Since he never got married, she gets the team, right? And billions and billions of dollars, doesn't know what to do. Fans force her to meet with management. She was supposed to meet with Schneider. And Schneider says, I don't make any decisions. The guy who makes all the decisions is what? Pete Carroll. So Pete Carroll's the president, general manager, head coach, defensive coordinator. Uh, and he's going back to his roots. If you read his book, Win Forever. He says, I'm never going to change. I'm always going to stay the same. I'm going to run the same defense. Monty Kiffin taught me, right? It's not, it's a coverage, not a defense, the Tampa two, but that's what he's going to run. Uh, keep this game under Denver's the first game in that offense. Uh, then uh, Hackett, right? Hackett again, Andy Reid guy. So I'm going against all the Andy Reid guys, all the Andy Reid, McVay, Tree. <laughs> The first game, as they're thinking long-term. They're not thinking about first game of the season. So I'm going to go Pete Carroll to cover over a touchdown and under 45 against Russell Wilson. More emphasis on this game because he scapegoated Russell Wilson and kicked him out of town in that meeting with uh, Paul Allen's sister. What do you think, Coach? Uh, Agent Rob, now I'm making you a coach. Coach yeah, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> Adrian Rob, uh, no, you think the logic this, is, this, is, this is one where where you, you go with the history and the numbers right. and the home dog Monday Night Football. Look, I, Denver, uh, you got to show me. It's another one right. to show us the same right. the same thing. Until they show me they've got their act together, I'm not going to believe it. And Seattle is going to have a big crowd opening they're going to run the ball they're going to run the ball and so i like the under and the home dog nice nice until denver proves to me that they are this contender that a lot of people like to say they are we'll right. see yeah i'm with you give me the home dog monday night football and uh yeah i i think you know pete carroll and bill belichick 
two best under coaches in the game. Give me the under. That. <laughs> we got to send him a thank you card. Right? <laughs> you got to send him a thank you card for all the money we've made on the unders and injury too. Covering when he has a big lead, he'll go and step field goal for us to not cover. So you do not have to pay Action Sports $300 a month to get picks, get them from us. We're doing well, paying high rents, high mortgages in Southern California. We made really good money betting on games. We have a higher percentage than a lot of so-called professionals, but we give it away for free. It's not philanthropy or religion. This business, you give one, you always get 10 back. And we close Winston Churchill, as he said. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESGC Podcast Network. Where's the record button? That's why this one goes cost $800 and that goes $200. And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shitting the word. That's why.